Welcome to the Rethink Podcast. My name is Bryant. I'm your host today. I'm joined here with Megan. Hi. And with Lane. Hello. And with Seth. What's up? We're uh, joining you from mostly Megan and I's living room where Lane lives in the duplex attached to us. So he's able to come over and record. But Seth has joined us over Zoom at his house. How's that going, Seth? It's something else. So you excuse uh, any accidental random noises or something that comes through as we're figuring out how to record podcasts over Zoom. Anyway, Megan, could you introduce yourself? Yeah. So my name is Megan Ashton. I am... 25 years old and i live in mcminnville oregon wonderful <laughs> lane uh i'm lane freeman i'm your neighbor and a construction worker well after the quarantine i guess yeah after right. the quarantine so right now though i just sit at home <laughs> right now you're a, a master gamer well i wouldn't say master oh okay what's the that's mr gamer oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> seth why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself I'm Seth Parsons. I am 22 years old, I think, and I'm a mechanic whenever I'm not quarantined in my house. Um, <laughs> but right now, I play video games and work on my motorcycle. Have you been able to ride your bike even though you're locked up? Not really. It doesn't really drive at the moment. Oh, man. Well, at least you have time to work on it now, right? Yeah, it's getting close. Sweet. Well, welcome everyone to the third episode of the Rethink Podcast. I'm super glad that you were able to tune in again and listen. In case you're wondering why we even have a podcast, which you probably have already figured out by now, it's that we can't meet in any in-person ministries right now. So we have to figure out some way to stay connected together and to still be the body of Christ and and do our best to uh, keep keep the community alive. And so we started a podcast. The vision behind this podcast is that everyone will listen to it and then talk through the questions together over either Zoom, FaceTime, phone call, text messages, any way it takes for people to stay connected and stay challenging each other through this time. We are excited to announce that we're officially on Spotify and Stitcher and soon to be on Apple Podcasts. Maybe even by the time this is released, we'll be on Apple Podcasts. But that's real exciting. Yep, that's right. <laughs> it's cool. Anyway, I wanted to get into the latest news on the coronavirus shutdown. So it sounds like we're going to be shut down for a little while longer, right, guys? Yeah. Is it still just April 30th? Is that the like official date? Because I've heard some people like rumoring that it's going to be like through June or whatever too, which is crazy yeah i don't even watch the news that might be a good move uh the news sometimes is just a repeat of a bunch of like mm -hmm. discouraging things that just stress you out i haven't been following it too closely either what about you seth uh, i get notifications on my phone a lot about it actually for everyone on the podcast right now we are technically halfway through a two-week quarantine because we came in contact with someone who uh had the the virus or, or at least suspected to have it so it's been kind of interesting just staying at home that's why uh at the beginning of the show uh lane and seth both mentioned that they currently are i don't know you're not unemployed you're not laid off you're just getting a forced vacation right yeah basically yeah so that's that's been interesting for all of us and i wanted to ask 
How have you guys been doing with quarantine? It's not super fun. No? No. It's kind of boring. The same stuff. It is super boring. I about lost my mind on Saturday. Friday and Saturday were both some of the roughest days for me too. Like, I don't know why. I I think it's just because it was cloudy and raining for a long time too. And it, it was just all miserable. Yeah. Friday and Saturday for me, I was like just inside chilling all day. And I was not very productive. I definitely got into like a negative headspace of like, this sucks and I have nothing to do. What have you guys been doing through this time? Playing a lot of Call of Duty, <laughs> hanging some pictures. All right. Trying to hang some shelves. That didn't oh, go yeah. so well, though. <laughs> some, some excitement, right? Hanging shelves. Yeah. <laughs> Man, once you finally get those things hung, though, it's going to be a sweet moment of sweet victory, right? Yeah, if I ever decide to try it again. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, what have you been doing? You already mentioned working on your bike and playing some Call of Duty. Anything else? I went out and rode my bike once, my, my bicycle, but uh, that's about it. Just you should get outside at least like once a day, you know, obviously keeping your distance from people, but just to go for a walk or whatever is like... I feel like I have to do that <laughs> right now. Yeah, it uh, definitely can get depressing very quickly to just be stuck at home. All that being said, we really have no idea when we're going to get to return to in-person ministry. We can't plan more than a few days ahead. It's like the news changes. Like we just mentioned, none of us are really paying too close attention to it anymore because it's just so much chaotic noise and I hear something different every yeah. day from different people. So throughout this season though, however long it's going to be, our goal is to start to see that home is our first church because the main gathering on Sunday mornings and the, the meetings we used to have on Monday nights were taken away from us. Uh, we have to really make our faith personal, especially a lot of us young adults either live on our own or live with one roommate or with a spouse or whatever it may be, it's really a kind of a time where the rubber meets the road and, and our self-sustainability and our faith and, and all these different uh, aspects of that. And so our goal is that we will start to see home as our first church. I also wanted to bring up that we can stay connected still, though, uh, mostly, even with no church or rethink by following us on social media to stay updated on what we're doing to stay connected, depending on how long this whole situation goes for we may change our plan onto what we're going to do but for now we're keeping the mindset that we're still going to meet at seven on monday nights it just won't be at the church it's going to be all over the internet or phone calls and it's going to be initiated by you so we'll listen to the podcast together and then talk about the questions at the end like i said our podcast is on spotify and stitcher as well and that's a good way to uh, stream that while you're working or doing whatever at it to your favorites playlist or whatever it is that you have on there and then uh, give it a listen when we drop new episodes every week. Right now we're going through the book of Ephesians and we've mentioned this the last couple weeks, but I just, I just still think it's so awesome that Paul was uh, in prison when he wrote this book. You know, we've been going back and forth on this for a few weeks on whether or not we think he was in prison or in house arrest at this point. But either way, he was at house arrest at one point, and he was at pris- in prison at another point. And so he definitely knew what it was like to be isolated 
and left alone. It's really cool to know that Paul had that perspective while he wrote the book of Ephesians and how we can find encouragement in that and knowing that uh, even when we're locked up and isolated, we can consider ourselves a prisoner in Jesus Christ and continue to boldly preach the gospel. So let's keep that mindset and boldly preach the gospel even from our houses. Yeah. <laughs> now, enough about all this coronavirus and quarantine stuff, though. Let's hear some good news. Again, I think you've got a story for us. Well, it's about the coronavirus. Oh, well, it's a, it's a good, good news thing, though, right? <laughs> yes. I heard about this actually watching John Krasinski's uh, little Some Good News video that he's been making. And it is about... Um, how the company Fanatics, who is the company that manufactures um, the Nike uniforms for Major League Baseball, um, and they temporarily converted their factory in Pennsylvania to um, make protective masks and gowns for the medical professionals who are working day in, day out um, to fight this pandemic. And so I just thought that that was super cool. Yeah, it's it's you know, it's got the typical uh, pinstripe kind of look um, of the baseball uniforms. And I thought that it was super cool that they were, they were doing that and converting their facilities because they were shut down as a non-essential, you know, business, but then they got back working to provide help for people. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think it's awesome. Well, that's some good news. Awesome to see companies rallying together to help provide a need for the community. Uh, let's go ahead and get into some scripture. Megan, could you pray before we do that? Dear Heavenly Father, um, Lord, we just thank you um, for who you are. We thank you for what you're doing. And God, as this podcast is going to be aired um, the day after we celebrate Easter, Lord, we, again, we just went through a whole week and, and a weekend of remembering, Jesus, what you did for us, dying on the cross and then defeating death um, once and for all. And and Lord, we praise you and we thank you and we thank you for your word um, that is available for us to learn from and that you are alive and active. Literally, you are alive and, and we have you to turn to and you want to um, use this time in our lives to drawing people to their knees in, as they don't have hope. The world doesn't have answers. And so God would we continue to turn to you. We love you. We praise you and just be in this time today as we read your word. We love you in your name. We pray. Amen. Yeah. Me Megan's prayer just reminded me Easter's coming up and this is the weirdest Easter season that I'm sure any of us have mm -hmm. ever been through before. Yeah. Are you guys, do you guys have any special plans for Easter? Some way to celebrate it at home? Well, I was supposed to have an Easter yesterday at my parents, but this whole quarantine thing happened. So, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to be uh, celebrating it whenever, uh, whenever it happens, I guess. Yeah. I know like for us, you know, my parents were kind of like, <laughs> if, cause technically Sunday uh, Easter is going to be our last day of quarantine. So if we don't get sick, or anything. And if we're still healthy, like my mom really wants us to come over and have Easter with the family because they haven't seen anybody in forever. Um, and we haven't seen um, anybody outside of our little duplex our situation. Colony, yeah. Our hive. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a weird Easter for sure. Hopefully we can see family or do something, but probably not. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll probably just stay at home because we, my dad, 
they have my niece at their house, so she would be in danger of getting sick, and then my grandparents as well. Yeah. So just rather be safe. But it actually reminded me of a different news story that I saw um, from Fox News, where the New Zealand Prime Minister reassures kids that the Easter Bunny is an essential service during the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. The so Easter bunny. good luck to all the parents getting those Easter eggs oh. in New Zealand. Yeah. That is save. Like, crazy. <laughs> just, I heard the Easter bunny got the coronavirus and died. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Let's go ahead and get into the word now. Lane, could you start reading chapter four? Yeah. Actually, I'm sorry. Oh, my This is gosh. about the scripture, though, that I wanted to say this. Okay. One thing to keep in mind as we're reading this part of Ephesians is we have made it to the therefore of the book, this, the tipping point. Mm-hmm. So for all this beginning part of the book, uh, Paul has been creating a, uh, think of it as a teeter-totter. We've been reading one side of the teeter-totter where Paul's been building this idea in our mind, but now we're on the other side. We're at the, the main therefore of the book, the uh, fulcrum. We're at the fulcrum of the book now with the the first verse of, chapter four, where it says, I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you've been called. Mm. So (laughs) that means that Paul has been telling us all this stuff that we've been reading up until now so that we would be encouraged, we'd be urged to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you've been called. So I, I just wanted us to have that in mind as we start reading this chapter. Lane, you want to read? Yeah, sure. Um, mine's a little bit different because it's NASB, but it says, therefore, I instead of I, therefore. Oh, oh yeah. well, that changes. That's really important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord, implore you to walk in, the, in a manner worthy of the calling with which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another in love being diligent to preserve the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as also you were called in the hope of your calling, in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, it says, When he ascended on high, he led captive a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. Now this expression, he ascended, what does it mean except that he also had descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is himself, also he who ascended far above all the heavens, so that he might fill all things. Anything stand out to you guys in that section? I mean, you kind of already pointed it out, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, when it's repeating, when scripture is repetitive, it's calling attention. And so, the you know, really to me, what stands out is that whole portion of just like the unity that's mm-hmm. intertwined in all of the words. It's one body, one spirit, you know, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, you know, who is over all, through all, and in all. Yeah. So I think that's something that can easily, like we were talking about, well, me, Brian, and Brock the other day, just talking about marriage in general, because we're married. Um, and something that we had noticed in ourselves is just the desire to want to put yourself first. And in this case, when talking about, you know, 
the body of Christ, that's not the case. You know, mm-hmm. Paul yeah. firstly refers to himself as a prisoner of the Lord mm-hmm. and implores us to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you have been called. So that's not putting yourself first. Yeah. Never do you hear prisoner and someone be like, yeah, that's awesome. That's what I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, good. It's, it's, I really love the dichotomy of how we have all this freedom in Christ, you know, and that, that's mm-hmm. what Paul preached a lot about was freedom because he was dealing with a lot of people who uh, were fighting against that freedom, keeping mm-hmm. Old Testament covenant circumcision and stuff like that. Uh, but then he calls himself a prisoner for the Lord. And I, I just think that that's something really beautiful that we should take note of as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also with, um, in that first verse in NIV, it says, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Um, and I feel like just realizing that we receive a calling and, and like Bryant said, is the teeter totter. Um, the beginning of, of Ephesians was all about like, you know, I want you to know the love that surpasses all understanding and all this, like you're being filled with the spirit and, and they are overflowing in love. And, and now it's like, okay, you received all of that. Now live a life worthy of the calling. Yeah. That's good. Any comments, Seth? Oh, I just had noticed the same thing at the beginning where uh, he was just transitioning into uh, calling people into like acting upon everything he talked about in the first part of the book, which is really cool. So also uh, in verse three, where it says, make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. And just that, that uh, phrase of make every effort really stood out to me um, that it's an, it's an effort. We need to put in the effort to keep unity. And when we Mm -hmm. don't do that, then that's when there's dissension and there's separation and there's, uh, you know, ministries or relationships fizzle out. And even I was thinking, um, as we were reading about, you know, us making an effort to keep the unity, um, today is through this podcast. You know, that's how like listening to this podcast and, and that's, that's an effort that Mm -hmm. we can make to stay unified. Great. Uh, Lane, you want to keep on reading? Verse 11. And he gave some as apostles and some as prophets and some as evangelists and some as pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of, ser- of service to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the son of God to a mature man to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ as a result we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men by craftiness and deceitful scheming but speaking the truth in love we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head even christ from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies according to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love I love the language there uh, in the beginning of that section when he talks about no longer being children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about Mm -hmm. by every wind of doctrine. That that really spoke to me just about growing in your faith to where you're not rocked so easy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I really like um, he was talking about all of the different kinds of people of the church with the the pastors and the evangelists and all that, just how everybody has like different 
um, different strengths and they all have something to add to the church to help the church grow. I was thinking too on that, um, how it, you know, finishes saying to equip his people for works of service, um, so that the body of Christ may be built up, you know, all of that, but how, just for us to remember, I think that sometimes we put too much pressure on, um, these labels of, you know, pastors, teachers, prophets, evangelists, and, and how we are all built, we are all a part of the body of Christ and it's God, it's Christ who equips us. He equips his people for works of service. And so, um, that stood out to me that it is, um, you know, we always have, we can trust that God is going to equip us for the work that he, that he has for us here. Yeah. And for me, what stood out was, um, verse 11 and then also towards the end of what I was reading in verse um, uh, 16. I, I really like those 11 is, and he gave some as apostles and some as prophets and some as evangelists and some as pastors and teachers. And then 16 is from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by every, by what every joint supplies according to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. And I just think that's so important. You know, it talks about that in Romans 12 as well. Really just owning your identity in Christ and your role in the church, because I think that is so important. You know, there's certain aspects or people that have the giftings that are more upfront per se. Yeah. You know, they're more seen, they're more glorified to say it that way. Mm-hmm. I did finger quotations but you can't see those but like really the importance of it is is that you know who you are in Christ and you live out that role yeah you know because that's the most important part if a finger is trying to be like a femur you're gonna have issues yeah you know your body's not gonna work right um and so ultimately like you know God is is gonna glorify and lift up and do all of that but really the importance is being and the important part like I brought up earlier, you know, is not being selfish, but giving to the body, you know, being that prisoner of the Lord and just loving God and chasing after him with that. Yeah. Something else as after this, that was like, also stood out to me was again in verse like 13. So well in 12, Christ is like equipping his people for works of service. Mm -hmm. But then it says until in verse 13, until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the son of God and become mature attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So it's like, it reminds me of that, uh, that other verse, um, another verse in the Bible that says God is faithful to complete, uh, the work that he, he oh, us. Philippians one or four thirteen. right? Strange. No, it is in Philippians one sixteen. Okay. Let me double check. Yeah. No, we I should pull that up just to read it for real. But I thought that that was uh, super. Oh, one six. One six. Can you read yeah. it? Uh, NIV says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Yeah. So I thought that was super cool because it's, you know, he's going to equip us until we reach unity, until we have knowledge of the son of God, until we become mature, until um, we have the whole, we attained the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So that's like, that's a promise right there, um, which is which is really encouraging and I think gives us confidence that, you know, God's got us in the midst of, of this life. Mm -hmm. Verse 17. So this I say and affirm together with the Lord that you will know, you walk no longer just as the Gentiles also walk 
in the futility of their mind, being darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them. Because of the hard-heartedness of their hearts, and they, having become callous, have given themselves over to sensuality for the practice of every kind of impurity with greediness. But you did not learn Christ in this way. If indeed you have heard him and been taught in him, just as truth is in Jesus, that in reference to your former manner of life, you lay aside the old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lusts of deceit, and that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new self, which is in the likeness of God, which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. Therefore, laying aside falsehood, speak truth each one of you with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry, and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and do not give the devil an opportunity. He who steals must steal no longer, but rather he must labor, performing with his own hands what is good, so that he will have something to share with the one who has need. Let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word as is good for edification according to the need of the moment, so that it will give grace to those who hear. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. Wow, a lot of good stuff. Yeah, they, I mean, it has a lot in it. So let's start breaking it down. What was uh, some of the things that you guys noticed in there? Well, the first part, well, I guess it was later than the first part in the paragraph of mine, um, kind of verses 23 and 24, and kind of just remind me of Romans 12, again, 12 two you know, being renewing of your mind. Mm -hmm. So that it, it's kind of just fits together with the Bible because it is the Bible. But just the whole part of it is talking about your former life, your former self, like this is how you were. And how often do we get caught up in what we were or the habits that we used to have yeah. um, and just trying to break those. And, mm -hmm. and the good news of it, the first three chapters of this book was all about what God had done for us through Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, and so there's freedom from that. There's freedom from that, even if you still struggle with it. There's freedom in Christ that can be found in Christ. It's just us looking to him, you know, surrendering that at his feet. Yeah, I also love like the wording of and to put on the new self, mm -hmm. um, create like your new self is created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. And mm. I think that that's, you know, that's an action of we have to actively, you know, receive the new, mm -hmm. the new self, the new clothing or whatever, and put it on yeah. um, and choose that instead of, you know, putting on our old, old rags or whatever um, of our past and, but realizing like, no, I got brand new clothes for Christmas and I'm going to wear those now. Seth, did you have any thoughts on that? Oh, I also really like that, that same section 22 through 24, just that illustration was really powerful. But also where he's talking about kind of giving up like your, like your frustration and anger and like, don't like hold a grudge against somebody. Don't you know dwell on that, but you like, it's like, it's okay to feel those things, but to, uh, to forgive them. Yeah, 25 kind of caught my eye after that. You know, the therefore laying aside falsehood, speak truth, each one of you with his neighbor. Mm -hmm. 
for we are members of one another, you know? And so we're all, yeah, that's just impactful because it really does, you know, it talks about either here in Romans, what I was talking about, the body is like everything that happens to the body affects every part of the body. Yeah. That's just important. If there's conflict and it's not handled in a biblical way that affects whether it be ministry, your marriage, other relationships, I mean, that really can affect your life in a very negative way. The thing that's just kind of standing out, there's so many random verses, but I just finally read the the title of this like section of scripture mm. and it says instructions for Christian living. And that's mm-hmm. like what I was thinking. I was like, oh, this is like for any of you that are like, well, what does it look like to be a Christian? And like, oh, why can't I, you know, what, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it's this whole section has like you know, because of, because of Christ, because of this, because of what you learned, which we also, again, the teeter totter thing, what we learned in the first few chapters, that's why, you know, Mm -hmm. don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, you know, but only what is helpful for building others up, you know, don't even in the very beginning of that section is in verse uh, eight, 17 through 19, it's explaining, you know, don't live as the Gentiles do, you know, they are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity and they are full of greed. And I feel like when I read that, I was like, that is our world Mm -hmm. right now. And, you know, I think history repeats itself. Humans, we all have that same, same uh, sinful, uh, sinful nature. And so like this whole, this whole thing is like, just explains, you know, don't like, don't be this way because of the freedom through Christ, Mm -hmm. because of, uh, God has given you a new self. He's given you a new identity. Um, and so this is like kind of more practical of what that looks like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, moving on to verse 30. I was going to ask you about that. Oh yeah. I was. (laughs) Some of that language caught my eye there because it takes it back to Ephesians uh, chapter one that we read. Uh, we didn't even read this on the podcast together. This was just a part of the Bible study that we had the week before we started the podcast. But this is such an important statement. I'm going to read Ephesians one verses 13. It says, in him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation and believed in him. We're sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. Right there, we're sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance. And so then that, uh, I, mm-hmm. I did a message about this recently. That takes us back to Revelation chapter 21, 1 through 4, where we learn about what our inheritance is. And that's when God lives with mankind again. It says, mm-hmm. behold, behold, God is with man. And so that's our inheritance. That's what mm-hmm. we're looking forward to. And so Paul reminds us of that when we go back to verse 30 and chapter four of Ephesians, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Our response to being filled by the Holy Spirit, being marked by the Holy Spirit for that final day of redemption is that we should let all bitterness, wrath, anger, and slander be put away from us. We, we aren't meant to be bitter, angry, mad people. Mm-hmm. We're meant to be loving, freely giving forgiveness, just as 
Christ forgave us. We're to be kind people because we're marked by the Holy Spirit. And that's mm-hmm. such a big deal. And uh, so that definitely caught my eye when, when we were reading that, is yeah. that um, we were sealed by the Holy Spirit for the day of redemption. And, and there's a, res- it's, it's a true fact that's inherently true when we believe we receive the Holy Spirit, when we believe we're marked for eternity. But there's a response to that. There's a response to that marking, and that is to be kind to one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and with that too, the, you know, what does it mean to grieve the Holy Spirit? And that is, you know, re- that made me realize like, okay, when I act sinfully, when I um, have bitterness and rage and anger and all of these things um, going on in my heart, if I, you know, as a Christ follower, we are marked with the Holy Spirit. He is within us. He is with us. And that hurts him, you know, that makes him sad. It, it breaks his heart when we do that. And so to, I just feel like that's such a, um, like it's an accountability, um, to have that realization that when I do this, it hurts the Holy spirit because he is with me at all times and he is within me and he feels that anger and that bitterness and that hatred and that, you know, unforgiveness. He feels all of that within us. Hey Seth, what do you think of all that? I think that we're meant to be the light to, like all the people of the world just think that we they should be wondering why we're so uh joyful and thankful for everything even especially in times like these uh just for all the little things that we we have yeah just that we're not we don't carry hatred and anger and um even even though it's really hard sometimes <laughs> but um yeah for just sure that we're able to give those things up to god um in verse 32 so the last verse in the chapter mm-hmm. um i have a footnote there that says the last part where he says forgiving each other just as god in christ also has forgiven you that there were two earlier or early manuscripts that read us and i think that's just like mm-hmm. a perfect ending of that chapter because it starts off you know with the emphasis on the unity yeah. one spirit one god one baptism one faith and to end it with us. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. One body of believers united mm-hmm. by the blood of Christ, the forgiveness that that blood represents. Great. Well, that'll do it for Ephesians chapter four. I hope that everyone who listened to this was encouraged by that and uh, that you read along with us and studied it on your own. But now it's time to get into some questions. So make sure to call someone up and, and talk about these questions together. You can find them on the rethink blog and you can find them on instagram that's rethink underscore mac i'll uh, try to also get these questions in the descriptions on all the podcasts uh, that we post on spotify and stitcher and stuff like that but here they are how are you doing in practicing verse 29 what are some of the gifts that god has given you that you can use to help grow the church How can we keep unity alive through this time? Are you living a life worthy of the calling you have received? And last, who do you need to forgive? Like I said, you can find these questions on the Rethink blog, Instagram, and uh, anywhere that you listen to this podcast. And now it's time for some final thoughts and a sign-off. Megan, any final thoughts? Yes. Uh, Verse 27 just popped out at me and it says, uh, and do not give the devil a foothold. And I feel like 
that is come up in conversations with people uh, lately for me and realizing that, you know, we sometimes we we give the devil a foothold and we open ourselves up to him. And so just don't do that. God gave us a new self. Our old rags are no longer who who we are um, and what we do. Uh, receive the freedom as Lane talked about, even if we're still struggling with things, don't even open yourself up more. Uh, my final thought is just a reminder that home is your first church. Home is your first church. Well, <laughs> thank you everyone. And don't forget to call a friend right now and uh, talk about those questions together so we can be challenged and encouraged and, and grow together through this time. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye. 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 All right, guys. Good job. That's all, folks.